If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This week's episode of Unlocked is brought to you by Gamefly. Welcome to Unlocked, it's IGN's weekly Xbox show. I'm Ryan, and this week we've got a few interesting Xbox-centric topics to talk about, including Crackdown 3. Uh, its release date is back in the news, sort of, kind of. Um, we'll talk about it in a few minutes. Also, Master Chief will, in fact, be one of the stars, one of the focal points of Showtime's upcoming and long-awaited Halo TV series. We've got a lot to talk about there as well. Also, Superman wants to get in uh, as a hero on, in the video game space. We'll talk about that uh, as well. So quick reminder before we get rolling. Unlocked has moved. You may have noticed. You'll be able to watch it. Well, it's sort of moved. You can watch it early every Tuesday starting at 3 p.m. at unlocked.ign.com right here on IGN. So that's right. You can see the show first on IGN a full 24 hours before you will see it or hear it on any of the other channels that we push out to. So uh, if you prefer those, you can stick with those. But if you want to catch us a little early, come on over to unlocked.ign.com. Now, let's get on with things. Ryan McCaffrey, uh, Bobby Amos Jr., the sixth man of the year. Uh, We've got a, a, a... we're going to the, the very, very deep unlocked bench. And I, no, I'm, I'm sorry. That, that totally sounded like an insult. No, no, no. I didn't mean, I actually meant the, uh, the literal opposite of that. I got but insulted it, when I was on Beyond last two. It's, I'm uh, used so to it. The sixth man of the year and then the, the, the 13th guy at the end of the, no, I'm kidding. Uh, Bobby Amos Jr., thanks so much for, for sitting in today. Uh, yeah, we've got the, the, the normal crew just got wiped out in a, in a probably like a Sea of Thieves accident. Somewhere they're just washed ashore. Now there's uh, some various things going on around here. We'll uh, we'll get everybody back. Actually, I'm not. I'm on vacation next week, so it's <laughs> nice. they can do whatever they want. Maybe you, you guys are going to be on. We're, we're taking over the show, Bobby. It's our uh, show now. Cool yeah, uh, Bobby, you're hosting next week. Fine, <laughs> you guys do whatever you want. Um, no, Bobby, great to have you here. Always good to see you. I you you wear this from time. You have a your hat collection is so on point. Let's go with the shoes. <laughs> I dude, shoes. yeah, and you you. I need to be uh, counseled by you. We talk on, about all the time. I know we do. Like, know. So, but I like. I'm so. I have to be baseball cap. Mm-hmm. Like, but but like the. I'm only. I only do my new era authentic. Mm-hmm. Like, you got. The, you just take it to that sort of next level with the. I mean, is, is that new era or is that a well, whole yes, different it's thing? It's a what new era that? hat. 
And it, it matches yeah. with the uh, with my Gamma yeah, 11s that I'm wearing. Yeah. Nobody can see the shoes because I'm not sitting <laughs> or on the behind side. the like, desk. I like to sit on the side. I, I got my Allbirds, which are like super comfortable, by the way. <laughs> I, the I wish they were paying me to say that, but man, these so are I'm comfortable wearing my, shoes. My Jordan 11s, uh, Retro 11 Gamma. Oh, yeah. And it goes with the hat. With, it's a, but it's a Blue Jays hat, so it's a baseball yeah, hat. Yeah, it's a baseball hat. <laughs> You like the Blue Jays at all? Or is, nope, no, it's just purely, it's, it's all style. Oh, see, right. see, I, I could do that, but not, there's certain teams where I just could, you will, my dead body would oh, never yeah. wear their hat. Like, <laughs> Blue Jays are fine, but like Yankees, mm. n- never, never going on this head. Even if it matches the shoes really well. Even if it matches well, the shoes it. really well, Giants and Dodgers, never going on this <laughs> dome right here. Wow. Never happening. <laughs> uh, Tom Marks. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good, PC man. editor, uh, Tom Marks. You know, PC, Xbox, it's all the same if you read the internet. Yeah, they coexist now. <laughs> they, they do. do. They do coexist. <laughs> uh, making your unlock debut. Yeah, this is my. This is, I finally. This is like the last check mark on the bingo board. This is the last IGN podcast I haven't been on. Today. Yeah. Now you get a. Now you get a free podcast. Yes, exactly. Since you punched all the the cards. <laughs> so uh, we'll see about that. We'll we'll get you. We'll get you a free podcast. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right. So I'm too busy bantering when I have a real short runtime. This week, studio is a busy place around here. You can't, you can't just unwind and record for six hours anymore. Like what we is used the world to be able to. I know, right? <laughs> so let's get right to it. And I want to start with Crackdown Three. Uh, it's been talked about. We talk about it on a regular basis. We all are just so curious mm-hmm. what this game is going to ultimately turn into. We're hoping maybe we see it at Gamescom. We don't know. Um, and I'm that, I'm not playing coy and like oh we have an appointment on like I genuinely <laughs> have no idea if we're seeing it at Gamescom uh, if my I mean I'm sure the I say the worst case scenario for Crackdown Three as far as seeing more coverage of it Microsoft always pretty much every publisher will always do a preview event like the month before it comes out to get that one last round mm-hmm. of press um, so we'll see what happens with Crackdown but the the developers are saying Crackdown Three is pretty much done. Hmm. Which is like, well, wait, didn't you guys delay it to February? So let me read you the quote here. Sumo, uh, Sumo Digital, they're the developer there. Their managing director, Paul Porter, uh, had a recent interview with GamesIndustry.biz. Credit to them. Uh, he says, my experience of Crackdown is probably similar to a lot of other people's. I played the first one to death, played it in co-op, collected all the orbs. After a couple hours of playing Crackdown 2, I wanted to throw my controller at the TV, and I was really quite sad. That's definitely not the route that's been taken with Crackdown 3. So, okay, that's we that's the correct answer yeah. on that one. It's a good uh, start, for sure. Yeah, Crackdown 2 uh, made a lot of mistakes, uh, so hopefully they will not be made again with Crackdown 3. And so the, the follow-up question from GamesIndustry.biz is, well, all right, well, how are you going to not do that? <laughs> how are you going to not crack down to this thing? And he says, quote, by creating a good game, he says with a laugh, it's a bit of a glib answer. I'm sorry. But as you know, the release dates move back. And that's great news because it gives us the time to polish a game that's pretty much done, but make it better and better. The way to make the best games is you finish them, then finish them again, and then finish them again. That's what we're doing with Crackdown 3. Where are you guys sitting right now with Crackdown based on you know, what you've seen of it and uh, what's your sort of gut telling you? Go ahead, Tom. Uh, my, my vibe is I'll believe it when I'll see it, right? Like, like the, this has been this – Crackdown 3 has just been this odyssey that's just going and going and going and going. Yeah. And like I think you're right that people are just curious, right? Like I'm just curious. I think we've seen a lot of stuff that is – 
cool explosions and and kind of a funny attitude to it to it and like a, a beautiful art style. I think they really did go a good direction with that stuff. But like I don't I don't know until we actually play it and like yeah. we it's been this this big question and so it is interesting to hear that they're basically just trying to spend the time to really 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 make sure they stick the landing. I appreciate that. And uh it puts them as as you kind of mentioned before the show in an interesting window release wise, but I do appreciate that they are trying to make sure that the game is not going to be this mess when it relaunches. Yeah, I mean and that's that's kind of where I wanted to go like I to be I'm going to get a little goofy sort of for a second, <laughs> but in all seriousness, like this is that is exactly what you want to hear any developer say. Yeah. Is cuz th- they're right. I mean, I've been doing this now for 16 years and gaming my whole life, and I like I've seen the difference between games that are that have that like last 5% of polish and the ones that don't. And it does there is a lot in that in that last those last few percentage points of polish so you, you don't want his answer to be like we'll make the date this time right <laughs> yeah, like, like that's not like the, oh we're working <laughs> really hard and i right. think we're gonna get there like yeah no no this is a better answer yeah but the kind of thing i want to throw out to you guys here get your thoughts is so they they did delay it and they you know they put it on february 22nd and then everyone else put a bunch of big games on february 22nd so if they're about done and if they're just polishing, should they move it up? I was going to say, yeah. I was going to say, if if you're saying you you finished it and you went back and you finishing it again, and we're in August now, and I'm looking like, well, if other people put other big hitters out there on that same date, why not just have that confidence in the game of going, hey, I think we can go with this, move it up. Mm-hmm. Even like a month, right? right? Just pull it up a month. You know, we're, we know it's not going to be pulled in to this year. That would be unprecedented. That I don't think that's ever happened. <laughs> yeah. Where there's a game they're like, well, we're moving it up from the winter into the fall maelstrom. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm thinking. Like, maybe just pull it into like late January. Move it up like three weeks. Tom, what do you what do you think on this? I mean, yeah, I think that would be interesting. Obviously, pretty much done is not done so we don't know exactly what <laughs> Very how much more they have to do on it um and i've heard from a lot of developers over the year that that like you said that last like the last five percent takes as long as the previous 95 in a lot of cases um but yeah i i think that if they have the opportunity to do that i'd love to see them move it just like pull it back a little bit uh it's so funny i I feel like we've heard about this game getting delayed so much. The idea that they would then announce like, hey, it's coming <laughs> sooner is like so like, just, OK, just pick, pick a date. <laughs> Come on, man. Just moving target. Everyone has to shoot for. I mean, you know, obviously Microsoft is thinking through all this. Uh, no, nobody there is listening. To, hey, they're right. We should move. Like, no, they're they're yeah. obviously running through every scenario. And I'm sure, as you said, Tom, it's 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 easily it's certainly not as easy as we're <laughs> making it out right, to be. Right, right. But I yeah, I just I do wonder if they're if they are just putting polish on top of polish, which is great, like, oh, I wonder if they would con- even consider mm-hmm. moving up off of February twenty second because of so we got um Metro Exodus due on that day. We have Anthem mm-hmm. due on that day. Wow. We have uh uh Days Gone on the right. PS4 do on that day so and i feel like out of those anthem is really the one that is a threat to crackdown in that they're both these big run around open worldy games right um with that are both kind of emphasized on like movement and and blowing stuff up and kind of that that 
attitude. I, I feel like that is the biggest game that if I had to pick between those two, I think I'd probably pick Anthem maybe. Anthem, Anthem look like it's going to be. Oof. Yeah. And Oof. and even even like you were saying three weeks, even just like a week or two earlier than that gives people an opportunity to, to just separate them in their mind. Right. Um, yeah. We have seen, especially now with so many games coming out, we've seen so many good games just kind of get lost in the shuffle here and there, uh, especially around these big, big release dates. And February 22nd is shaping up to be a monster. Yeah, I think I think if we polled our audience, uh, you know, which February 22nd game are you most excited about? I, I am confident that Anthem would win that by a very healthy margin. Right. Out of all, and that's no disrespect to, to Crackdown or oh, Days yeah. Gone or Metro, but, I mean, Anthem is the highest profile game of that lot. So we'll see, but uh, good to hear that crackdown is, is uh, just in the polish phase. Cause that's, that's what we want to see. Better news than we could have gotten. Yes. <laughs> Better, at least it wasn't delayed again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unlocked is sponsored by Gamefly, the best way to buy and rent your favorite games. Gamefly.com gives you access to 9,000 titles, which are mailed directly to your door. For one monthly fee, you can play the latest and greatest games for as long as you want with no late fees or due dates ever. When you get tired of a game, all you have to do is mail it back and they'll send you the next title on your list. That means you can kill as many zombies as you want in State of Decay 2 before swapping games. It is awesome. And now, Gamefly is offering movie rentals as well. Today, Unlocked listeners get access to a free premium 30-day trial by going to Gamefly.com slash Unlocked. That premium trial lets you rent two titles at the same time, and you get it by going to Gamefly.com slash U-N-L-O-C-K-E-D. That's Gamefly.com slash Unlocked. Check it out. We talked a lot about the Halo TV series. We finally got confirmation that it was going to be going into production. Uh, we talked about that a, before E3, a little before E3. So here we are again. The uh, Showtime's president of programming, Gary Levine, saying that the series is an enormous undertaking uh, and given a, a few little details, but he says uh, it's going to take place on multiple locations, foreign planets, and he says, we made a conscious decision to hire a writer not known for sci-fi and not known for big battle movies because that's already baked into the Halo franchise, and we will service that. But we also wanted to ensure that we were getting beneath the formidable armor of the Spartans and really getting inside the team drama so it felt like it belonged on Showtime. And then uh, he says, our hopes and dreams are that it will have an enormous appeal to Halo fans and will also appeal to Showtime drama fans. Uh, now, uh, we're not quite done here. So the, the ma- people, he was asked, well, what about is Master Chief in this? That's We wondered that. Everybody's wondering that. He says, it's a key question and an important part of our series is all I'll say. Uh, so at some point, it was, it was basically out of the yeah, he's Chief is going to play a, a big role in this. Uh, says, but it is a new story that we're being incredibly respectful of the canon and working with Microsoft's 343 team uh, with to be sure we don't violate any of that existing source material. So I think uh, it, it's you're kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't mm. with including Master Chief in this because if you do, that creates expectations. If uh, someone else voices him that's not Steve Downs, as we've seen in other forms of Halo media, it just like that rubs fans, certain fans the wrong way, like me. Um, <laughs> but if you don't have Master Chief in it, people go, well, I don't, who, where's Master Chief? That's the guy I care about. So 
I don't I don't know. <laughs> Showtime's in a tough spot here. I think either way. But where do you guys want to see this go with with Master Chief? Well, for me, uh, so you already know I'm more of a Call of Duty person. So. Yes. <laughs> but I, I love some good television, and I, I watch Showtime a lot, and I look at it like this. So if if he is, isn't is the lead character, like if he's off somewhere else doing something, I feel like <clears throat> unless the show is really good, I'm not going to enjoy it because I started watching Gotham. And for me, my main thing was when you got Gotham, I don't want to focus on Jim Gordon. Like, he okay. It's a great but, analogy. But I'm I'm in here for Batman, here for- and I don't, I don't want to see Bruce as a kid doing you know whatever. I want to focus on him. So for me, I kind of just kind of I kind of put that in that box together, where it's like I don't want to show about the Halo world and not have Master Chief like being a focal point of that. You know, he can, even if he is off doing other things, I still kind of want it to be kind of him doing stuff that's kind of bringing the show full circle for me. Oh, so that, that is the literal perfect comparison, Bobby. I said, I'm actually in the same, but like I, I haven't even bothered. I don't even care about Gotham because of those same reasons. Oh, it's young Bruce Wayne. I don't care about that. Right. <laughs> and it sounds kind of like from this answer that that might be what we're going to get. Right. Like it sounds like because they're, they're talking about team dynamics and like a squad and, and Halo has this pretty rich history of, Looking elsewhere and telling these side stories about, uh, you know, ODST and all these other groups and Master Chief is always because he's such a big part of that lore and that world. He's always part of that, but not necessarily like a character in it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I agree. I think I don't want him to be the lead. Like I, I, if I was watching a show like this, I don't think I would want him to to be the main character who's in every scene. But I I would want him to be definitely involved in it like every episode not just like somebody mentions master chief and they're like trying to find him the entire season and then the last episode you find him right Right. like i don't want it to be that um but i think that i'm interested i'd probably be interested in that anyway i don't it's not what i want but i think i'd probably still watch it just because i like the halo universe and i like that they're finally trying to do something you know there was that peter jackson movie that never got off the ground for a million years and I like that this seems like it's actually like, it's actually happening, right? Like this is actually a thing that's going to we're going to watch one day is is just exciting. Yeah, I mean it's uh and my first reaction was like, okay, well if Chief is going to be heavily involved in this, I I think you you got you got to have hire Steve Downs. You got to have him do the voice. Yeah. And most of the Twitter reaction to that was was an agree with. There were some people that were like, "Hey, now let let it be its own thing, let it have its own voice." And I can respect that, but if you're if you're trying to bring in fans and like Steve Downs is not just a guy that does a video game voice. Like he's a radio he's a professional voice actor, radio professional. And the fact that so Steve actually tweeted this out, the story that that Hey, Chief's going to be a big part of this. So that gives me uh, – maybe I'm looking way too much into it, but that gives me optimism that if he's tweeting that out, that maybe they've, they've, uh, they have cast him. Yeah, if, if, if he knew he wasn't doing the voice, he'd probably maybe be a little quiet. Right, why would, he bother, why would he bother putting it out there? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So we'll see. Uh, but, I, yeah, I'm, I'm so curious to see where this goes and, and what it does. And, yeah, if, if you've got – because you remember, Steve Downs has had he's he's done such a great job in the role, but at the same time, he hasn't really had a Halo Four was really the only game where he had a lot of dialogue. Right. The rest of the games, it's like there's not a lot. He's a he's a chief's a man of few words. So hmm. I wonder if they'll stick with that 
in in this or regardless of, of who's playing chief or with Tom, you're mentioning that you know, they mentioned the team dynamic. Right. If if we would hear a lot more uh, chattering with uh, with John and, you know, whether it's going to be blue team with Linda and Kelly and Fred or what. But mm-hmm. we'll see. It's going to start shooting uh, in the not too distant future. I think early tw- early next year it's supposed to start shooting and then we'll see. uh I don't think they announced a release date for when when it's actually going to premiere, whether it's going to be fall 2019 or into 2020. But going to be keeping a close eye on this one for sure. I've uh, I've never had the pleasure of doing a set visit in my life. I mean, I don't work at our entertainment mm-hmm. team down in L.A., but I wonder maybe uh, we do know some people at Microsoft. It'd be uh-huh. kind of cool to get to go to the set one. Who knows? Well, we'll because that would that would be a fun episode unto itself here, just to to talk about that. But. We'll I want to see, see what I want to see you in Spartan armor on the set of the Halo. I show. would look like I would, <laughs> I'd be the least intimidating Spartan in history. <laughs> oh, there are a bunch of seven foot tall, like you know, genetically uh, augmented uh, superhumans, and then and then me. I'd, I'd, I'd be like the like if it were World of Warcraft, I'd be the I'd just be the pet of one of the Spartans. <laughs> that would be my role. Um, yeah, no, I think I'm. I'm a. I'd be a grunt that would die in, a, in like the first, the first scene, the first uh, engagement with the Covenant. Microsoft, let's make that cameo happen. Ryan, McCaff- I'll be a red shirt dying as it's a grunt fine. in the Halo yeah. TV show. I could never ethically cover that TV series <laughs> and possibly even the game series ever again. <laughs> but what It'd might be, be worth, worth it? it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about The Witcher and uh, Superman. Tom, two very related things. They, how are they? They they are related this week. Yeah, uh, Henry, Henry Cavill got asked if he wanted to be uh, a, just at like a Mission Impossible junket. Uh, if yeah. you, we if, asked him our right. our very same LA team. Ex- sorry, excuse me. Yeah, we we <laughs> asked him like um you know if he because he's a huge gamer right, and we asked him well what do you think about the Witcher Netflix series, and he blew up and was like oh, I would be super interested in that, and he's read all the books and he just finished playing through the game again, and I think. The idea that that sparked this idea of like Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill is Geralt, right? Like, yeah. would that work? And my initial reaction is, a, I love Henry Cavill. I think he's a great actor, really good action star. I think he'd be good in the role. I think he's too pretty. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's not not rugged enough. Yeah, I I don't know. Like he he's got the beard in Mission Impossible. He's kind of getting that going. But like, man, I don't know if he's like grizzled enough to be Geralt. I like. I'll tell you, I like the Idris uh, Elba idea. Yeah, that was floated out there because he, the, he has such just gravitas on the screen. Mm-hmm. I think it, uh, I don't know. He's if got you, the voice for it too. That's the thing. Like you get a big enough, uh, just that 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 authority on screen mm-hmm. to to really make it work. But I don't know. I'm down it's, for Idris. I'm down for Idris. My dude, like <laughs> Finger Bell. I, I mean, I didn't see him in the Dark Tower or anything like that, but. He just kind of got that cool, suave, like, he he just too cool. I think, I mean, and, I, and granted, I didn't play The Witcher, but I've heard people on Office talking about it, and I'm going, you throw Idris in there, man, that Netflix show going to take off. Right? Man. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I'm also, by the way, 100% on board with him taking over as James Bond. Yeah, when, mm-hmm. yeah if, absolutely. If Daniel Craig is really sick of doing it, which I don't know for, you know, 50 million bucks a movie, <laughs> you get sick of doing it, but, uh Yeah. Let's let's just cast Idris Elba in more things. I just also like seeing with, with Cavill's response. Like I just yeah. like seeing big celebrities like that just be unabashedly nerdy. Mm. Right? Well, that's yeah. Let me read you his quote. He says, uh, uh, "Where was this? Yeah." It says he's been playing the he's been playing The Witcher Three. I just replayed all the way through. Love that game. Really good game. 
that would be an amazing role. And then, oh, I, I guess I didn't copy. He's in the past. He's been asked. Uh, he, he's he's loves Skyrim. He loves World of Warcraft. So yeah, he said he, th- yeah, that was part of it. Was that he said that he th- there's a famous story about him that he missed the call from Zack Snyder oh, that yeah. saying that he Plain. got Superman because he was playing WoW. That's what it was. And, Thank you. And yeah. he he was yeah, in the, the middle of WoW <laughs> and he like just didn't take that call. <laughs> Uh, it's just you see you see Snyder Zach come up on the call and be like, yeah, go to voicemail. It's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm raiding right now, <laughs> dude. That stuff's serious. That's right. You can't look away during the raid. Yeah, even says uh, Henry says he's been reading the books. Says the books are really really good. I started reading. They're well worth a read. So he's uh, he's digging in, man. That's that's that. hardcore fandom too. Because the Witcher games and the Witcher books are like they're they're not necessarily. You don't need to. Be into one to be into right. the other, right? They're they're very separate. And things. weren't the books only recently translated into English? Like, weren't oh, they? I'm not sure. I'm not, I feel like somebody told me that. I don't. I don't want to spread misinformation here. So. I know that the author does not care about the games at all. That's, really, that's uh. one thing. Is that the author does not care about video games at all? Like when, but hasn't he probably made a ton of money off of probably? <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you care a little bit? But like you, you know, Mike Pondsmith, the creator of Cyberpunk, uh, who's working with CD Projekt on Cyberpunk 2077, he's like he's worked in video games and he's like really involved in the process and he's super excited about this idea of adapting his source material. The author of uh, the Witcher series is like. Whatever, like they're doing their thing. They like he just just doesn't care. And yeah, like, just give me my check and <laughs> I guess whatever. Yeah. yeah, direct deposit. Here's my account. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, a few more little stories this week. So, s- cameos in fighting games, mm-hmm. where there's like characters that have sort of nothing to do with that series, but then show up, and it's it can be super fun. Like Geralt and Soul Calibur. Thank you. Yes, actually, <laughs> it's the perfect segue. Uh, well. Tekken 7, uh, they have a season pass 2 coming up, and Negan from The Walking Dead is going to appear as a playable fighter. Specifically, in seven. specifically Negan from AMC's right. The Walking Dead. Right. It's like the Jeffrey TV character. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's his version of it. That's so good. I like so he'll have the the bat, right? Yeah. He'll yeah. Lucille. Lucille, yeah. <laughs> see, but see, so I I watched the show and I I'm a little behind on the comics. So when I when I saw this and everyone's talking about it, I was just like, wait, which Negan is this? I'm like, uh-huh. I like the Negan from the comics better because and granted, they they tone him down for the for the TV show. But he's like a bigger guy. He has like the, the his jacket and, and he's like like uh, Borbo and, uh, and Mitchell was talking about it in a conversation like he's he's gritty, like in it, like hands, hands out. We throwing down, whereas yeah. in the show it's more about Lucille, Lucille, baby Lucille. You <laughs> you're doing this so for me. I was like. I understand for, you know, the TV aspect because everyone knows that that Negan compared to the comic. But I feel like for me as a, as a true fan of it, I would have loved to have seen Negan from the comics. Mm-hmm. That's just me, though. That's just me. It would be interesting, though. I wonder, do you think people would like, do you think fans of the TV show would like react weird if they saw Negan that was like not at all and the that, Negan they know? And that's where I'm coming from. I think because uh, the television show has been so popular. It's a good point. Not recently, but over the years. Right. You you know that Jeffrey Dean Morgan, uh, Morgan is Negan, whereas for me it's like, nah, this character in the comics, mm-hmm. that's that's my Negan. Right. Yeah. Uh, some other, I I've just went off the top of my head. It's like, what are some of the other cool ones over the years? <laughs> for Xbox fans, you had a Spartan, a rare Halo cameo, Spartan 458 Nicole, Showed up in Dead or Alive Four. We've had uh, Yoda in Soul Caliber, Darth Vader too. Vader, well, and um, 
There, each each platform got one. It was wasn't Yoda, it? Yoda, Darth Vader, and Link. Link was the one on Nintendo on GameCube. Was it? Yeah, is that the same one? Because there was one uh, where the Xbox got Spawn. Oh, I so don't I wonder that if one. we're if we're cross pollinating. It those. might be different, different like a couple of different Soul, of Soul Calibers. Calibur, yeah. yeah, but yeah, all of those have nevertheless have yeah, regardless, been been cameos. Uh, you guys remember Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees popping into Mortal Kombat? Oh, that's right. That's a weird uh, one. <laughs> Alien has been in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Uh, there have been there have been some cool ones over the years. So and, and the fighting game community, like fighting games, just do that too. Where like a couple characters from Soul Calibur are just from Tekken, right? Like Yoshimitsu is originally a Tekken character, and they just kind of now he's just also a Soul Calibur character. But yeah, yeah there's there's a lot of cross pollination that way. We even we even had an entire crossover game in Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Yeah, never got the 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 second half of that equation. Yeah, never, never happened. Tekken Cross Street Fighter, but um, yeah. And there was um, cool in the fighting game community. Oh, forget. Maybe I'm wrong about this. Wasn't the wasn't Injustice? Didn't Injustice start as a crossover between DC and Mortal Kombat? Yeah, you're right. It was. Uh, it was. Yeah, wasn't it Mortal Kombat versus? It, it might have been that. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Now, every, all my listen, all our audience is like, <laughs> it's this. Why are you guys yeah, not yeah, remembering? Yeah. I don't know. That's why I ain't saying so, nothing. <laughs> Sometimes my memory doesn't work. That's, uh, that's what happens. <laughs> but, uh, Fallout 76, Tom, that is one of the two, may, arguably the second biggest fall release. Maybe. Top maybe. three for sure. Yeah, it's up there. Red although, Dead, although people Fallout, are like mixed, maybe Spider Man, right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's one of the biggest ones for for PC, that's for sure. Yeah, for my neck of the woods. So there is the beta coming up, which we talked about, I believe, on last week's podcast. Uh, but here, I always love seeing this, so I just wanted to pass this along to people. The progress in that beta will carry over to the full game. Mm-hmm. I am always so grateful for that, so that you don't have to redo however much time you put into the beta or demo whatever it is octopath traveler did that for us right on switch recently so you can play the first three hours and then just pick right up in the in the full version so i just want to tip my cap and say thank you bethesda for <laughs> thinking of the players on this and it'd be nice to not have to double back and and play through the same thing again yeah uh finally before actually i want to move on we'll move on to the game releases which of course I left that sheet on my desk again, like I do most weeks. <laughs> um, but Splinter Cell, you guys know I love talking about Splinter Cell. A <laughs> couple of Splinter Cells being added to the backwards compatibility roster uh, this past week. Splinter Cell Blacklist, and then uh, going back in time a little bit, Double Agent. Splinter Cell Double Agent, uh, now playable on Xbox as well. So Bill Stillwell and the team there. Reading my mind again, bringing, bringing that Splinter Cell Blacklist to the table. So, uh, did you guys, either of you play Blacklist, the most recent one? It's been a, it's been five years between Splinter Cells now. I think Ooh. I played some of that one, because that one had, like, the multiplayer, and I thought Alfredo yes. was doing a lot of that stuff. Yeah. And I was doing a lot of the co-op missions and yes. things. So I played some of that, and that was fun. I never yes. finished it, though. Blacklist is really good. It's, it, uh... Other than the lack of Michael Ironside, which you know I think recent history has made clear will not happen ever again, um, but we will we will uh, now get to play some old Splinter Cell on the new Xbox. So, you know, gamers, I, I I'm going to see I'm expressing my gratitude <laughs> before moving on to the the next thing I want. I want to make it clear <laughs> I'm going to show a little gratitude before I go. Give me the next thing. Mm-hmm. There's the gratitude. 
Can we please have Splinter Cell Chaos Theory? <laughs> <laughs> OG Expo. We know OG Xbox backwards compatibility is a thing. Bill, I know you're listening to this. Bill listens to the show. <laughs> Next up, we gotta we gotta get that brilliant engineering team of yours, that compatibility team. On Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. It's the logical next step, right? It really is. I mean, I, I think it might be, it's, well, other than, I mean, it's because now all the 360 versions are are on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Conviction was already compatible. So it is the next place to go, especially whether we're talking quality or just going back in the timeline, it is the next place to go. So Chaos Theory, make it happen. <laughs> okay. Uh Marketplace report, we've got our week's releases starting, let's see, one, two, yeah. Tom, I'm going to go your way. Walk us through all the games out this week, because there are a lot. You don't have to go into great detail, but just let us know what's out there for us to spend money on. Oh, man, too many games come out. Uh, Dead Cells came out this week, as well as Defenders of Ekron, Flipping Death, uh, which is a very fun puzzle platformer, I think. Or not platformer, but puzzle game. Uh, oh, no, that is a platform. I'm sorry. I'm mixing it up. Hyper Universe, uh, Overcooked 2, which I strongly recommend, Tetra's Escape, City of the Shroud, Madden NFL 19, uh, and then We Happy Few and Terra Tech. We Happy Few finally hitting. That's, yes. uh, that's you know, I don't want to, I don't want to gloss over that one. That's been a, been a hotly anticipated game. Of course, from the newest, one of the newest first party studios in the Microsoft fold now. Yeah. Uh, Compulsion Games, although this, uh, we happy few being published by Gearbox, I believe. Wait, no. So it changed hands. I think it doesn't matter who published it. <laughs> Point is, Microsoft. This is not a first. This is on PS4 and yeah. it's multi-platform. But from here forward, Compulsion will be will be a first-party studio. But I'm interested yeah. to see what the the single player that looks like. Me too. I mean, we've I've, had it in early access for a little bit on PC, but. Uh, it's cool that they responded to what people thought the game was and wanted from the game right. and, and made this thing that we're now going to play. That's a great point. Yeah, I I've, I've, I played it a while ago and then again at uh, Judges Week this year, and I liked it. I, I need to see more. It's one of those games where right. there's, there's a lot to it. But, yeah, I can't wait to see. Uh, I don't know if the review – maybe by the time you see this, the review will be up on IGN. Uh, and then uh, – so there's a couple things. I want to get your take, uh, Matt, Bobby, on Madden this year and then the – the Call of Duty beta right. that's uh, that that kicked off. I guess it was PS4 last weekend, PS4. and I think it's, it's Xbox this weekend, right? It's crazy because I keep seeing stuff online saying week two for PlayStation Four, and I'm going. So are they getting another week of this, or <laughs> are we moving over to Xbox? So I'm not 100 percent sure, but it would make sense to be PlayStation that first week and then Xbox. But don't quote me on it because I don't know, and I right. don't want to be. Throwing out, but you have spent some time with it on PS4. So yeah, so I played over the weekend. I took a break from Madden and and played uh, the beta, and it sucks because I don't play on PS4 that often, so I don't have a lot of friends to play with. So I just got in and ran some TDM and some of the other modes with myself, and it still plays like it did uh, when we played it at the uh, the reveal event. reveal yeah, event. Yeah, May, and and it's like a, a love hate relationship with the time to kill because mm. sometimes. I get two or three guys, and I'll be watching their their health bar go down as I'm in shooting. Then sometimes I'm getting in battles with people, and I'm losing these battles. Going, wait a second, I started off on you, and I'm watching your numbers go down, but they they chopped me down. So mm. I'm kind of having issues with that. And uh, another big thing for me is the uh, the specialist. So some of that was my fault. I didn't realize I had my PlayStation set to Wi-Fi connection and not the LAN. Oh. So, <laughs> so when the game would start, the the lobby, you go from the lobby to the loading menu, and then once you're thrown into the game, I don't get a chance to pick my players. Sometimes I'm going, 
I'm setting my classes based off the character that I want to use. So rather it be to recharge their special ability or whatever the 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 kill streak for that is, I'll pick a specific class based off that. But if I don't have that that character that I want to use, it messes up my loadout. So I started mm-hmm. noticing that a lot where I was going, man, I'm really setting my loadouts based off the characters I want to use. And for the most part, I keep forgetting what each individual's like ability and gun or special thing is like yeah. I jump on somebody and I'm going so what is it that this person does again like it has the like the logo of it right in the hood but I'm still like I have no clue what this thing does so I just would press R1 and just go maybe it's gonna be a grenade or <laughs> so maybe that's just a me thing but a lot of that stuff isn't really recognizable for me yet and for me to have had more time more time than other people I'm feeling some type of way about that when I'm going why don't I got this now yeah i mean that's right? that is a tough thing to wall like you know is that is that like feedback where that the treyarch should be taking action on or is it just one of those things where you kind of just need to learn the language of the I game a little bit maybe a little column a a little column b i don't know i think more time with it because there's times when i go into that menu and i'm looking at the characters and i'm reading what their abilities are and i'm going okay so this person does this so when i finally did switch my my uh my connection to the land I was getting to the person I wanted to be, and I just kept picking the ruin over and over. Cause I was like, okay, he has the he has the repel gun, and he has the the slam thing he does to the ground. Yeah, I want to I want to just keep using that over and over. But I'm starting to see some of the abilities come together, mm-hmm. where where like the medic or the person who who I think that's the medic who throws down the assault packs, and I'm going, okay, I'm picking this up. And I'm shooting people and I'm getting a soap kill, but I'm going, so did that just make my bullets stronger? Or like some of that stuff, I'm still kind of confused on what's happening where how they kept saying, you can use this specialist to work together in connection. Yeah. I kept trying to see if that'll work where I would use the guy who has the reactor core and how they would say he's taking damage because he's using it. I'm going, well, maybe the guy who's a medic would get behind me and, and help. That right. never happened. So I'm going, I'm not seeing these characters being used. I mean, maybe people just don't know yet, but I'm going, I'm not seeing this working out, so I'm just going to just keep doing what I'm doing. Well, it's it's a different style. It's a different mindset of shooter, right, than right. what Call of Duty usually right. is. It's kind of almost like Overwatchy or like a MOBA inspired in that way. I imagine it's just like a lot of people playing the beta are like you, right? Yes. They've got to figure all that stuff right. out. They don't know the – They're just going for their kills. That's all people doing. It's like I don't, right, right, right. I don't care about none of that. I'm going to throw down this thing for you, and if you get it, you get it or will. <laughs> like sometimes people just throwing the soap packs down. It's like, why are you throwing on the middle of the map? Like <laughs> – Put it over here in the corner where we spawn it at so we all can get it. It's like people are just doing and I think they're just trying to figure it out. Yeah. Is uh is is your preference to just run one specialist over and over until you get used to them? So, so right now I'm just running with the uh with the ruin because he's more familiar to me from Black Ops Three. And then uh I like uh like I said, I do like the medic because I like trying to help my team, but I never got to that point where I was trying to boost their health. I keep forgetting, like things are moving so <laughs> yeah, fast. It's, it's like true. I don't have time to to boost you up and do mm-hmm. like I want to, but it's everything's so fast right now. You feel like so, you know, you, you did get to play uh we we snuck you back in and you pl- got to play for a while right. at the the reveal event. Putting some more time in now with this beta, do you feel uh Better about the game than than in May, or worse about it, or just sort of the same? Where so, you kind of sitting so, with it right now? So with me, I, I had I had some games where I had fun playing by myself, and I had some games where I just didn't enjoy it and I wanted to get off because for me, over the last few years, we and my crew always ran together and played, so that that made it more fun because Absolutely. the game's fun, but running with your squad is better. 
course. And right now, my squad's on Rainbow Six and all these other games. So it's like, <laughs> yo, come on over. Let's do this. And it's just me running by myself. So the game to me seems fun. But I feel like it's it's missing that 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 squad element that you that you have. Like I need my squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You still pumped for Blackout? Yeah, I'm waiting on that. I, yeah. I'm, I've seen little snippets from the last multiplayer uh, beta trailer. Right at the end, like those little frames. I was going in between that and looking at some of that stuff. It's real interesting. Yeah, I'm, I think we're all super curious about what Blackout's right. actually going to be. What's how's it going to play? Uh, and then uh, yeah, what's quick impressions on Madden this year? So um, I, I jumped in. I found me a team. Uh, one of my friends want to play me, and I'm like, "Yo, let me get my team and stuff down." And one of the things is really going to be like all about skill, running the ball. Mm. Like you need to get in practice and really that real player motion stuff. It ain't just turbo and doing it. Yeah, you, you were gotta, telling me about the, the the animation stuff. Yeah, it's really about like like real strategy of running the ball with these carries. You're gonna have to get in there and practice uh, defense, all this stuff. No more like it's nano blitzes and stuff, but you still need to play defense and have strategy. Like this stuff, it's not a game anymore. <laughs> like like they're taking it to the, like I'm hearing. Around the community, this possibly might be like the best Madden in a long time. Like, but a lot of people are going to hate the real motion stuff right off the bat, like the running and, and all of that. They're, cause they're not going to like it because it's, it's, it's new. But once you get used to it, it changes the dynamic of the running game. So. I mean, I, that's hearing that to me, like, is I only sort of just dip in and check out mm-hmm. Madden every couple of years, every now and again. Like, use that hearing that to me is like, that's like the best thing you could want to hear about us especially like a long-running sports series where it's like all right they they changed this thing by a lot but give it a little give it a little time and it's awesome the skill gap um i'm hearing i'm hearing in community that's where it might widen up again Mm -hmm. because people were kind of getting closer for casuals yeah somebody like me i like running the ball but now if if i really gotta like commit to it some people aren't going to do that. They're going to be like, I don't play this. It's too hard to run the ball. I can't get anywhere. I can't do this on defense. I can't pass it. The defenses are too good. Like, I think the skill gap may be getting a little bit too wide, and, mm. and that's what I'm hearing around the community. It's like, I just want to play. All right. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Let's wrap up here with quick trivia. You guys get a chance to get on the board just to have a little fun. We do this totally for fun every week. Uh, Xbox-related trivia. If you've got a question, I'm going to try and stump the panel. Send it in. Unlocked at IGN.com is the email address to do that. Send uh, the question with four multiple-choice answers. Please note the correct one in your email. And our question this week comes to us from... Here it is. Uh, Michael Diaz, whose gamertag is uh, Phoresis. He's from Allentown, Pennsylvania, and it's a Madden question. So, advantage Bobby... Although Tom, do you you play you play men? Oh, I'm gonna be useless in this. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, so we'll... I'm gonna be <laughs> complete dead weight here. Watch me get it right. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've, listen, <laughs> I've got I a 25 chance. I have to say, I took a look at this, and I don't think, like, I can narrow this down a little bit based on the chronology of it, like who played when. <laughs> there are a couple guys I can eliminate here, right? But I didn't know the answer to this, so. Uh, Bobby, we'll see what you got, and, and uh, Tom, you're welcome to, of course, take a shot as well. So the Madden curse, famous thing, it's been going on a long time, and that's really what the question's about. Who was the player, Michael Diaz asked, to first succumb to the so-called Madden curse, which is something horrible that happens on the field to the guy in real life, actually, I guess, or off the field mm-hmm. in some of these cases, but something bad happens to the guy's career after he appears on the cover of Madden. So who was the first so-called victim of the Madden curse? Was it Dan Marino, 
Garrison Hurst, Tom Brady, or Ray Lewis? Uh, Tom, I'll go your way first. Uh... <laughs> Note that we're running so out of time. On the I, show I know this week. that this is they play football, right? Mm-hmm. This yes, is a Tom. football yeah, question. Yeah, uh, we're good. You're hanging with us so far. Uh, I'm going to go Dan Marino because it's one of the two names I know. Okay. <laughs> that Dan Marino has <laughs> Ace Ventura. Uh, Bobby, now, we, we were t- talking off air about told this. You, I, yeah. I thought this list was wrong because I thought Michael Vick was the first one, but if it's not, if it's not Michael Vick. I'm going with uh, with Ray Lewis. Okay. So uh, according to the, the link that, that Michael sent along for this, it was Garrison Hurst in 1999. Was he on the 99. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Dan Parker's voice of God from the control room. And uh, that, see, it's already a, a horrific fracture. Atlanta Falcons yeah. in the playoff game. But I, I don't remember Garrison Point to Dan game. Parkhurst. Yeah, a horrific fracture. Suffered uh, by Garrison Hurst after appearing on the cover of Madden. Now, obviously, uh, football is a physically intensive sport, and injuries happen all the time for a lot of reasons. But there is a lot of bad stuff that's happened to guys (laughs) who've been on the cover of Madden. So Mm -hmm. uh, there you go. No no points allotted except to Dan Parkhurst in the control room. So I'm glad... We get we get him on the board. Good job there, looking it up, Dan. That's <laughs> oh wow, no credit, Bobby. All right, so uh, keep those questions coming. We'll play again next week. Well, maybe actually maybe maybe you guys will play. Like I said, I'm, mm-hmm. I won't be here. Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> Have fun. I'll host. <laughs> Good, let's do it. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll leave the key on under your under your doormat there over here at your desk. <laughs> All right, let's let's be done. I'm Ryan McCaffrey. Uh, what I want to tell you about this week. Unfiltered, I think I mentioned it the last couple weeks, interview series, got uh, Sissy Jones was last month, and then I think, oh wait, the new one, oh yeah, it's going up next week, so I was about to tell you who it is, but I'll save the surprise. So uh, it's actually, if you've just listened to the last segment, it fits right along in with that, that's all I'll say, which is the <laughs> biggest, weirdest hint ever, but anyway. It's uh, Garrison Hurst. Yeah, so uh, Matt, do you believe in the Madden curse? <laughs> is that real? Anyway, and then he just starts going off on John on John Madden. Yeah, he's like, wait, no, it's it's just a guy. No, uh, okay. At DMC underscore Ryan, if you want to find me on Twitter, uh, yeah, check out Unfiltered if you're interested in long form interviews with game creators and game industry people. I think that's it, Bobby. What are you up to? Where can we find you? Uh, at Bobby nineteen eighty four on uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram. I put a lot of pictures of my family and uh, <laughs> whatever little funny stuff I got going on. You can follow me on there. Excellent. Yeah, and uh, huh? I'm at at Tom R Marks on Twitter, and I don't have an Instagram because I'm an old man who does not watch football. Apparently, those are my things. The, all <laughs> of that, except the old man part, was true. Um, I was with you. Like no. If you're an old man, that makes me. Yeah, me too. I got the gray on. Yeah, you can't. You can't do <laughs> sorry, that. Tom. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's not too late. You could start an Instagram account. <laughs> They're still offering those. They haven't shut them they down. They haven't closed registration. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, for Bobby and Tom, Dan Parkhurst in the control room. I'm Ryan McCaffrey. This was unlocked three fifty six. My goodness, we are moving right along. <laughs> and uh, I'm on vacation next week, but the show will, of course, come your way. Hopefully, the, the regular crew will be here, and they'll find uh, – probably I'll actually probably get Wally pipped is what will happen next week. Now that there's a baseball reference for you. It's, <laughs> I can see that it just went right over Tom's head. Uh, 
Wally Pipp was was the guy who was playing first base for the Yankees when when Lou Gehrig came along, and then uh, uh, then the consecutive the game streak of two thousand. He set the all-time record for he never missed a game until oh, wow. until until the 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 end. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's all I'm saying. Is today I'll, I learned. I'll probably get out the other right. No, no, no. I'm, with it. I'm <laughs> with it. I'm going to a baseball game later today. Thank you very much. Nice. Uh, well, good. That'll be fun. Anyway, I'm rambling. See you guys next week or and week after that for me later. <laughs> Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.